Good morning. <clears throat> Good morning. Hi. Hi. I'm Michael Kane. It's Tuesday. Oh, in some regards, it feels like it should be uh, like Wednesday, I think. Funny, isn't it? Let's make sure this is working. There it is. There it is. Hey, Clayt. How you doing, bro? Yeah, feeling not too bad, man. <laughs> um, morning, Sue. Morning, Sarah. Morning, Holly. And there's someone else. I'm not sure. Oh, there's six comments. I can only see four. Uh, and good morning to whoever else is in. If it's Abby, hope it goes well today, your uh, uh, interview. So I haven't had a shower yet, my hair's a bit greasy and all over the place. But hey. Oh, so have you seen on, on Spotify, it's now jumped to videos. Yeah, I've done, I haven't changed the way I upload them. But uh, so people like who are on Spotify listening might get a bit of a shock to actually then be presented with a video. <laughs> okay, we're on Job uh, 22 to 24. We're back to Eliphaz now. Um, he's spoken before, and now he speaks again. Then Eliphaz the Temanite replied, Can a man be of benefit to God? Can even a wise man benefit him? What pleasure would it give the Almighty if you were righteous? What would he gain if your ways were blameless? Is it for your piety that he rebukes you and brings charges against you? Is not your wickedness great? Are not your sins endless? You demanded security from your brothers for no reason. You stripped men of their clothing, leaving them naked. You gave no water to the weary and you withheld food from the hungry. Though you were a powerful man owning land, an honoured man living on it. And you sent widows away empty-handed and broke the strength of the fatherless. That is why snares are all around you, why sudden peril terrifies you, why it is so dark that you cannot see and why a flood of waters covers you. Is not God in the heights of heaven? And see how lofty are the highest stars. Yet you say, what does God know? Does he judge through such darkness? Thick clouds veil him so he does not see us as he goes about in the vaulted heavens. Will you keep to the old path that evil men have trod? They are carried off before their time, their foundations washed away by a flood. They said to God, leave us alone. What can the Almighty do to us? Yet it was he who filled their houses with good things, so I stand aloof from the counsel of the wicked. The righteous see their ruin and rejoice. In the innocent mock them, saying, surely our foes are destroyed and fire devours their wealth. Submit to God and be at peace with him. In this way, prosperity will come to you. Accept instruction from his mouth and lay up his words in your heart. If you return to the Almighty, you will be restored. 
if you remove wickedness far from your tent and assign your nuggets to the dust, your gold of offer to the rocks in the ravines, then the Almighty will be your gold and the choicest silver for you. Surely then you will find delight in the Almighty and will lift up your face to God. You will pray to him and he will hear you and you will fulfill your vows. What you decide on will be done and light will shine on your ways. When men are brought low and you say, lift them up, then he will save the downcast. He will deliver even one who is not innocent, who will be delivered through the cleanness of your hands. Then Job replied, even today my complaint is bitter. His hand is heavy in spite of my groaning. If only I knew where to find him. If only I could go to his dwelling. I would state my case before him and fill my mouth with arguments. I would find out what he would answer me and consider what he would say. Would he oppose me with great power? No, he would not press charges against me. There an upright man could present his case before him and I would be delivered forever from my judge. But if I go to the east, he is not there. If I go to the west, I do not find him. When he is at work in the north, I do not see him. When he turns to the south, I catch no glimpse of him. But he knows the way that I take. When he has tested me, I shall come forth as gold. My feet have closely followed his steps. I have kept to his ways without turning aside. I have not departed from the commands of his lips. I have treasured the words of his mouth more than my daily bread. But he stands alone. And who can oppose him? He does whatever he pleases. He carries out his decree against me and many such plans he still has in store. That is why I am terrified before him when I think of all this. I fear him. God has made my heart faint. The Almighty has terrified me. Yet I am not silenced by the darkness, by the thick darkness that covers my face. Why does the Almighty not, sent ti not set times for judgment? Why must those who know him look in vain for such days? Men move boundary stones, they pasture flocks, they have stolen. They drive away the orphan's donkey and take the widow's ox in pledge. They thrust the needy from the path and force all the poor of the land into hiding. Like wild donkeys in the desert, the poor go about their labor of foraging food. The wasteland provides food for their children. They gather fodder in the fields and glean in the vineyards of the wicked. Lacking clothes, they spend the night naked. They have nothing to cover themselves in the cold. They are drenched by mountain rains and hug the rocks for lack of shelter. The fatherless child is snatched from their breast. The infant of the poor is seized for a debt. Lacking clothes, they go about naked. They carry the sheaves but still go hungry. They crush olives among the terraces. They tread the wine press yet suffer thirst. The groans of the dying rise from the city and the souls of the wounded cry out for help. But God charges no one with wrongdoing. They are those who rebel against the light who do not know its ways or stay in its paths. When daylight is gone, the murderer rises up and kills the poor and needy. In the night he steals forth like a thief. The eye of the adulterer watches for dusk. He thinks, no one will see me, and he keeps his face concealed. In the dark, men break into houses, but by day they shut themselves in. They want nothing to do with the light. For all of them, deep darkness is their mourning. They make friends with the terrors of darkness. Yet they are foam on the surface of the water. Their portion of the land is cursed, so that no one goes to the vineyards. As heat and drought snatch away the melted snow, so the grave snatches away those who have sinned. 
The womb forgets them, the worm feasts on them. Evil men are no longer remembered, but are broken like a tree. They prey on the barren and childless woman, and to the widows show no kindness. But God drags away the mighty by his power. Though they become established, they have no assurance of life. He may let them rest in a feeling of security, but his eyes are on their ways. For a little while they are exalted, and then they are gone. They are brought low and gathered up like others, like all others. They are cut off like years of corn. If this is not so, who can prove me false and reduce my words to nothing? <clears throat> okay, so we know that Eliphaz, um, he likes to get on the, uh, it's because you sinned, Job, because of what you've done, this is happening to you. Yeah, he likes that, does Eliphaz. Um, and he probably feels he can't say the same thing again because, you know, he doesn't want to repeat himself. So, so he, he kind of goes a slightly different tack now of like, Job, it's the things you've done, but then there's the things that you ought to have done that you've not done. You know, the sins of commission and then the sins of omission. There's things that you ought to have done, but you didn't do, like taking care of the fatherless and the widow. Um, and then Job's reply is, um, it's a mixed reply, isn't it? Um, yeah, Jens, I think, talking about the wicked that do prosper and a bit like Psalm 73, you know, but then I consider their end and they're snatched away by the grave and they're like foam on the water. Yeah, so they're there for a while and they might sit, might sit atop of the abyss, uh, but soon uh, they sink into it and away they go. Um, yeah, but he, he is a bit suspicious of the Lord at first, isn't he? He's like, East and West, North and South. He said, I can't find you anywhere. And this is the sort of the bitterness, isn't it, of grief and of pain and uh, just the wrestling of what's happening um, in suffering. Um, yeah, you see him, he's, yeah, he's conflicted, he's suspicious of him. Um, but then, yeah, and then he gets into the, into his stride and he, you know, he Psalm 73s it, um, which is cool. Um, yeah, but that's the one for today. Eliphaz kind of taking a slightly different tact. So it's not the things you did, but the things you ought to have done and didn't do. Um, but Job puts that right, puts him in his place. It's like, no, um, no, the wicked do prosper, but God, but in the end, yeah. And, and that's, I think, why he comes out with a, um, I haven't done that. Yeah. You see, you see everywhere the widows and the fatherless are, um, yeah are taken advantage of and stuff like that. But he's like, that's not me. So I think that's why he kind of goes on a bit of a, what would be a seemingly boast um, in this one of like, no, I have, I have taken care of them. Yeah, I think that's, you know, yeah, that's all good. Now. Anyway, have a great day today. It's Tuesday. Enjoy. Gen G's on tonight, um, if that applies to you. <laughs> um, uh, but otherwise, I'll see you, God willing, tomorrow. Uh, take care. Bye-bye.